You're listening to Get Real KC with Jen and Eric. Kansas City's consumer-facing real estate podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Get Real KC, where we are overflowing with a passion for all things real estate. I'm Eric Jurgensen. And I'm Jen Justice. And today in studio, we have with us John Kiefer, owner of ARL Family Lawn and Landscape. John, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, sir. Thank hey, you. Hey, big shock to our listeners. We're going to be talking about lawns and landscapes today. So um, You would never guess that from yeah, the name, right? Really, yeah, and, and credit. so thank you <laughs> for getting you know, out of your wheelhouse. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> um, so the um, we, we do this podcast really for people who are buying and selling homes, but fortunately or unfortunately, there's going to be some lawn maintenance that we're going to talk about that really is above and beyond sort of the 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 moments of those things because sure. there's certain things in lawns that are not going to be rectified, uh, you know, six weeks before your your home purchase or home sale. That's right. Um, that being said, we we also want to talk about some of the things that that sort of can be done um, to your lawn. So we all know that curb appeal is really important, right? First impressions, right? Was the old. Uh, I don't even remember whose commercial it was, right? But you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Who was that? Oh, I don't remember who remember that, that was either. Oh, I don't remember right. that I, Is that a good advertising uh-huh. campaign or a bad one now that we can't remember the product? <laughs> Man, we remembered the slogan, though, didn't That's we? That's right, yeah. Um, so so it's, it's really important when you sell your home. And uh, I certainly have counseled lots of um, uh, people selling their homes to, you know, do things. And I'm, I'm sure that... You'll have an extensive list, but you know mulch, or maybe plant a flower or two, or something like that. Um, or water. That's or, a, that's uh, a good one. Water. Yes. But, so before, yeah, before we get into sort of just general lawn care, lawn maintenance, some of those great tips for anybody, whether they're buying or selling, let's dive into that. I'm getting ready to sell my home. My lawn is in the condition it's in. There's not a whole lot I'm going to do. I got and, some bare spots. Yeah, in four or some to six weeks. What, or right. whatever. What are some things that we can do, we can put together to, to give us that better curb appeal? Okay. Well, I would say first and foremost, the most important thing you can do is start a regular mowing program. Uh, whether that's if you hire a service or do it yourself, um, make sure that lawn's being mowed at least once every two weeks at the most. Uh, preferably every week. A regular uh, cut on the lawn um, is just going to give you a much more polished look uh, when it comes time to sell the home. You mean there's not going to be hay in the yard if I don't like <laughs> that? That that's right. The, you you want to try to avoid hay as much as possible. <laughs> uh, all right, well, all right. But before we get there, kind of, because that's more long term. Let's talk short term. Uh-huh. I'm sure. I'm four weeks out. I'm three weeks out. I'm ten days out. Okay. What what are some things I should be doing? Well, let's declutter the lawn first and foremost. Um, rather that be uh, kids' toys. Um, you know, it just sticks, leaves, anything in the yard that can be picked up and removed or hauled off. Let's do it. It makes sense, right? If you think about it, it's the exact same thing that we always recommend to do on the inside, which is to declutter, get get as much out of the yard as you can. It makes the yard look bigger, nicer, et cetera. That makes sense. What else you got? Okay. I think a, another important step is, is if you have any mulch in the yard, let's go ahead and remulch that. Let's get some color to it. Um, the key to that is, is don't do it too early. 
the peak color and mulch only lasts maybe about 60 days before it starts to fade. So let's make sure that if we're going to mulch, we do it within inside that 60-day period. That's absolutely a great tip. And I was actually just listing one of our investment properties, and there was some, some stuff on the side. And as a matter of fact, I told my dad, and John knows my dad very well, and I was like, hey, you guys need to get over there and do some mulch, or I need to go over there. We need to get somebody over there because that stuff – it's been through the winter, right? So it looks like you know what. And I was like, hey, throw some, get some mulch out there. Let's freshen this up. And let me tell you that it made a world of difference because I took some photos before we had done that. And I took some photos after we had done that. And my dad's not a big aesthetics person. So this is not like, <laughs> rocket. this is not rocket science. So right. And he was like, holy cow, I never would have known that you saying that made such a big difference, but it does. It does. It adds a pop, and and that's what people want to see is a little bit of a pop. Yeah, get the get the trash bins out of the sight lines, the the pile of uh, leftover uh, decorative um, stone paving stones or whatever that Absolutely. you've got stacked up. Let's get rid of those. Um, uh, probably yeah, so picking up your leaves and sticks. Um, let's say I do have a little bit of time, and my you know maybe we're coming out in, in into the spring, mm-hmm. or maybe my just I just don't have the zeal in my yard. I feel like I should have. There's not you know it's not that ridiculous commercial green or whatever. What sure. what what can I do if I've got just a little bit of a window? Okay, so a trick of the trade here is you can apply a high nitrogen treatment. Uh, within a 60 to 90 day period of that house going up for sale. You can also do it within a 45 day window, but if you do it within 45 days, you want to make sure that you get that high nitrogen watered in very well. Um, And that will give your yard a green pop when it comes time to list it. And and that is a a trick of the trade that we have done for many years, uh, applying high nitrogen treatment. There you go. So good food for lawns, right? Makes, makes them Makes them uh, stand up tall, salute, and they're nice greens. And That's let's right. say you just intimidated some of our listeners, right? Because they're like, what? Nitrogen? Where do I even get this? What do I do? Sure. If this was an average three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home that has an average-sized lawn, well, what bad. do you think that would cost? Okay. So uh, high nitrogen treatment, uh, you're probably looking around 65 to $69 for an average-sized lawn. And is that the product itself or product and application? That's product and application. And and what an amazing value that is, because how important would that be to look and have that uh, yeah. green pop when people come up? So yeah, great six, tip. Don't 60 appreciate. days out, spending 70 bucks. To, yeah, absolutely. Way cheaper than paint even. Oh, that, that's yeah. right. You don't want to paint the whole yard. <laughs> <laughs> spray paint? You're not saying to spray paint it green? No. Oh, that was a good one, John. I like it. That's I like fantastic. it a lot. fantastic. All right. So since we're we're really at the moment anyway uh, focused on grass, let's stay there. It's 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 like the bane of my existence. Thank goodness I live the in. I, I I hated mowing. I'm not. I, I, have a, I, I not only is my body built for radio, it's not built for mowing. So uh, no. my daughter does it too now, though. Sorry, John. She, oh man. Uh, no, that's she great. She know my yard, but but uh, so thank goodness I'm in a in a maintained community now. So I appreciate that. But um, when. Uh, if, if we have a yard that we've let go or okay. that we've um, uh, purchased and it's not doing particularly well. Sure. You know, if I want the, the, the again, the I, I'm on some kind of, you know, turf product commercial, the, the beautiful, thick, you know, luscious green lawn. How long does it take to take, you know, your average sort of you know, patched, you know, thinned out yard? Uh-huh. How long does it take to get there? I, I would say safely and honestly, it should always take about two full years. 
Um, in, in rare circumstances, can it happen in a year? But that is very rare. One in 10 lawns can be turned around in a year. There's just so many factors that go into a uh, good-looking lawn, and from soil conditions to type of seed being used, uh, it, it, it takes a solid two years, sometimes longer than that. Um, that's, a, that's a big deal, though, you mentioned. The type of seed that's being used, that's, that's a big deal yeah. based on like your soil and your shade and all that, isn't it? it? It is, absolutely. And you'll also find, too, you can go to any hardware store and find any kind of shade mix, any kind of seed mix that you, can, you could possibly think of. Well, nine times out of ten, that has ryegrass in it, which is going to prop up and grow anywhere. But you don't want ryegrass in your yard because within six to eight weeks, that ryegrass is, has died off. It's gone. But then you have no tall fescue or bluegrass left over. So it's always important to make sure that whatever product you're using does not have ryegrass in it. You want to avoid that at all costs. Is that like RYE? I didn't even know yes. this. Yes. I was going to say, say my experiences with rye are typically in a bottle. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> well, they make bread. Uh, well, that's true. I do uh, rye bread. I do that as well. So. You know what, though, John? You say that, and my lawn is actually an excellent example of that because I am not as you know, caring about maybe my lawn, but my husband had a desire to have this lush, green, beautiful lawn. And we had a fairly bare lawn in certain areas and we have a lot of trees. Yeah. And so the whole thing to convert this lawn to where it's finally starting to look better, which we've been at it about a year-ish. Yeah. And you got to think in Missouri about the different seasons that we have. It's not just like, okay, Let's brush that on. It's going to be great, right? We have all of these seasons. You have to treat it differently for different seasons because we have different rain amounts in different seasons. Right. Whether we're going to water the grass, whether however you're going to do that, it takes a lot to get it where it wants. And that's important to a lot of people, honestly. A nice green lawn is important to a lot of people. Sure. It's important to my husband. I know it's important to a lot of folks. So Absolutely. Well, I'm assuming in that sort of two-year, I'm going to get this lawn healthy, that's people knowing what they're doing, which is not me. That's you, John, people like you. And it's it's a mixture of uh, various treatments, um, pest control, it is. fertilizer, absolutely, um, and then watering, you know, season, et cetera, and the right kind of seeding and all of that. So it, it's a combination of knowing what the heck you're doing. Yeah, well, and and I think most importantly too is uh, the lawn service and the homeowner need to be on the same page. That is critical because it it, it takes a group effort to make sure that the lawn's going to be able to be turned around. Um, if if the lawn service and the homeowner are not on the same page, then then chances are it will not happen in that two year window, um, because we can be there for those six to ten applications a year, right? But the homeowner's there 365 days a year, so we need their help too, whether that be watering or even just taking a general look at the yard and giving me a call saying, hey, something isn't looking right. Well, I want to be able to respond to that. And and that's that's where the communication uh, becomes so important. Well, and not only that, the mowing piece of that comes into it too, because again, our weather here is crazy, right? So if we yes. go with, you know, 100 degree weather, we're not necessarily going to want to mow that within the week that's if right. we've done some type of treatment and I'm, I don't know if we do treatments in the summer, John, I'm sorry, I can't remember everything we do, but if we've done something, 
that might need more time than not well, to saturate, we, depending on your yeah. whether you're watering oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that's where that communication and being on the same page comes in because whether you're mowing it or whether the homeowner's mowing it, they need to understand what the timeline is. That's right, 100%. And the one of the important things, too, that I can kind of piggyback off of is, is remembering not to over-mow during the hot summer months. Oh, yeah. You can do a tremendous amount of damage to your lawn by over mowing it during the hot summer months. Now, is that mowing too much or mowing too short? That's mowing too much and mowing too short. What, you, what length should? Right, I'm sure it varies. Yeah. What? What? What's? Because uh, I I see that question a lot. Like, how how tall should my grass be? Okay, so you you never want to mow under three inches. If you mow under three inches, you're inviting sunlight to come down into the soil, which will make that soil a breeding ground for weeds. Whether or not you have pre-emergent down or not, weeds are going to grow if there's hot soil. So that's why three inches at a minimum. Uh, does that get into the roots too? Will that kill? Like, does that happen? Well, it, uh, so it, it can, but really what you're doing, if you end up mowing your yard too short, um, what you're going to do is you're, you're going to stunt that grass. And naturally, during July and August, it's going to go dormant anyways. No matter how much water you try to pump on your yard, it's going to go dormant. And that's why I say let those roots dig down deep into the soil. Don't mow it too short. Don't overwater either. Because if you overwater, those roots aren't going to get down into the soil. And if they don't get down into the soil, the, that grass will never make it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So there's a there's a there's a balance there you have to try to to find and, and with everything in life, right? Balance. That's right. So ah. that's what they say. Ha ha. No, but seriously, I think a lot of people do probably try and cut a corner by cutting their lawn short, and oh, I yeah. never would have thought about cut it short so I don't have to mow so it again. So I don't have to yeah. mow it again. But well, by right. the way, you're gonna create a whole bunch of weeds that are going to make you have to mow it. They're gonna more. grow. Yeah, they're gonna grow faster That's than right. your grass anyway. Well, yep. those, those weeds will grow at two times the the speed of a good stand of grass. So let's say you mow your yard on an inch and a half. Well, you're gonna be mowing again in another five days if you want to kept that short, which is just that's just Dang. too much. I didn't. I never even thought about that. Tell me about because uh, I know uh, lawn service companies I've had in the past. They are always recommending uh, two two processes. One is I don't know what they call it, where they you go in and you you deep dig up dead grass and whatever like verticut or something maybe uh, dethatching. Yeah, dethatching of mm -hmm. some kind, and then the other is aerating. Sure. So tell me about those. What they are? Are they should? Is it real? Should we be doing that? I I don't know. Okay. So I I definitely do believe in aeration. A hundred and ten percent. It is a must-have if you are going to renovate your yard. You cannot renovate your yard without doing an aeration treatment. Now, at the bare minimum, you should probably be having that done every three years, whether you're renovating the yard or not. It's just healthy for the lawn, um, and in my opinion, it just needs to be done. Um, now, dethatching, a yard does not need to be dethatched every year by any means. In fact, um, there's many yards that we've been doing since I was a teenager that we've never dethatched. And the only reason why you would dethatch your lawn is if you put too many grass clippings back into it. Um, and that's where having a regular mowing program, again, can't stress it enough, 
comes into focus there because you do not want too many grass clippings going back onto the soil either. Hmm. So too many, too long? Because uh, it, it I, I don't know, it seems to me like we would always, this is the engineer in me, I'd always have the same amount, right? If I mowed it regularly, they would just be shorter. Well, that that is true. So, so it, every yard you have to look at it as different. Uh, thickness level of the turf is a major, major factor in this. Um, sometimes a yard, let's say a really nice stand of grass over in Staley's neighborhood, for whatever reason, when they went in and they sodded that neighborhood, that sod was really, really good turf. And so after a couple of years, that sod needed dethatched, huh. right? Well, you can drive 15 miles over to Parkville and a new sodded property over there, that sod is so thin, it may not de- need dethatch for 10 years. So again, this is where having a professional come out and take a look at that lawn and let you know what needs to be done is, is where it's uh, very helpful. That's so. crazy, too, because those are not that far apart, but I guess it was just where they got the sod or the sod or, farm or the season or whatever or... kind of grass it was, maybe. Are they different types of grass? Well, it, it's, it's so there's many factors there. The sod farm, the types of grass, when that sod was laid. Yeah, true. Uh, that, that is the critical, critical factor. And then what was that sod laid over the top of? What kind of backfill? Did they come in there with? Was there a good layer of topsoil, or is it sitting on top of clay? Clay, yeah, yeah. Mm, especially yeah. in the Northland, but all through Kansas City, absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's interesting because I, I know like in the the previous house I was in, we struggled to keep that yard maintained because it was just hard clay right underneath the yeah, I struggle layer. all the time. Yeah. yeah, the the clay, and that's and that's where a lime treatment can come in handy. And there's also a product called Earthrite out there um, that homeowners themselves can apply. It just hooks onto the end of a hose, and it'll break down that topsoil and become a little bit easier uh, for uh, a seed to take root uh, in about six months or so. Is that safe for horses? <laughs> that I don't know. I haven't read the bottle. <laughs> I, I need some grass for my horses. They tromp everything and eat everything. So, so, so we're we're... I'm drawing like I'm thinking of this like this is a three pronged picture here. This is this is for lawns. This is uh, the appropriate cutting, the appropriate mowing, the appropriate yes. watering is prong number two, and then an, a, a good treatment pr- program. Now, there are companies out there that sort of sell like, hey, do your own treatment program. We'll sell mm-hmm. you all of the you know fertilizer, grub control, eight, you know, and bags, and then you know we'll tell you th- this one applies during these six weeks and et cetera. Is that are those do they work? Is that, you know, or do we really need to, um, you know, or, or do, do they work okay? I guess maybe not great, but well, I, I don't know. I, okay, so I will say that they do work, yes. But you have to make sure if you're going to apply it yourself that you're following the instructions of the provider that you're getting the fertilizer from. There's so many factors that are critically important. Um, the type of fertilizer, uh, what time of day are you putting that fertilizer down? What moisture content is in the soil? I mean, it, you know, you can run down quite the list of things that need to be right for that fertilizer to work. And and so let's say you go to GrassPad and use their program. Sure, It's yeah. a gr- great program. That's who I used once, yeah. a couple of years. Absolutely great program. But, again, you want to make sure that you're following that program to the T 
if you get off schedule from that program, you're going to start having some problems. The program is going to work. That's why I stopped. There you go. Because <laughs> you couldn't follow the schedule. Well, yeah, because all of a sudden it's you know it's March one year and I have two bags of stuff in my garage and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I need to have somebody else do this because clearly I can't hit a four week window. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, not to mention the time of day and the amount of water and whether it was supposed so, to. Have so, do you have those discussions or leave notes or whatever when you put a treatment down with a homeowner? Like, hey, you need to be watering extra much in the next three days because it's going to be hot or whatever. Yes, absolutely, and 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 especially during those hot summer months, um, you know, there is a granular application that goes down in late summer, and that is a higher nitrogen treatment. Um, going right into fall. And as we all know, unfortunately, uh, we have had very dry summers of late. Yeah. It's feast or famine on rain. Mm-hmm. Um, we either get too much of it or not enough. Yeah, I remember like three years ago, everything was green all year long. Yes. And then the last two years, I'm with you. It And, it, and when that spigot shuts off, uh, it's important that, especially with that high nitrogen treatment, that we have help getting that watered in. Or else it can, in rare circumstances burn the turf but we don't put it down at such high volume that it will burn the turf so yeah you know where i learned that as i learned that with uh uh nitrogen snowmelt products uh-huh yeah and then you have huge amounts of them and then they run off and all of a sudden at the end of uh, the slope of your drive or whatever it is that spring you know it's all burnt out and it's because uh, you've over saturated the snow melt, which are high in nitrogen. Many of them That's are right. because that doesn't hurt your concrete as much. Mm-hmm. And then they all run off with the melting water. And so, oh, that's I didn't. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. I yeah. didn't know that either. That's right. Yeah. So that's, that's how I learned that. So, um, okay. So I, I am uh, for lawn care cause I've done it myself as, you know, I said, I've even done the treatment myself. Uh, and then I, I just learned that that wasn't for me. Sure. Um, and that I enjoy a nice lawn. Oh, you know what? I wanted to talk about. And maybe you do these. I should go out and I'm on your site. I should look and see. I didn't see one. But <laughs> I want to tell you where I learned this, right? I learned this deep in lockdown, right? Uh, when, when, when you're staring at your computer. Watch out. It's at, coming deep from lockdown, <laughs> at, friends. At, at 2 o'clock in the morning trying to entertain yourself. And so I, start, I found this whole genre of videos oh, of watching people like fix lawns and trim bushes i don't know if you've ever seen it they're they're crazy (laughs) satisfying they're crazy (laughs) satisfying to watch the edging videos yeah yeah oh you have to watch these because the uh, just like one or two oh my goodness because you take this yard and you're like yeah it's a yard and then somebody does some professional edging and then you're like, oh wow! Like, like. Uh, so anyway, this is the curb appeal being sexy to Eric. Oh here. my there goodness! Yeah, yeah, it's just the same. It's just a, yeah, late at night when you can't sleep, you watch, watch weird stuff. On, yeah, YouTube and I, we have a relationship. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, part of uh, I'm sure of what you do is you edge, oh, which absolutely. is so incredibly important. I, I can't tell you how important it is. Because um, it looks make, sexy, everyone. It does. It looks that great. It, it, it looks it's a nice so straight good. line, that's for sure. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> sorry about that. I got off on my edging videos. <laughs> oh, uh, I need edging. It's so great. <laughs> I, you do. So I, I determined pretty early on that 
or at some point, I'm not. This isn't for me anymore. And so I needed to hire uh, somebody to come mow on a regular basis and do all of this. Right? Sure. Care about my lawn more than I did. I just wanted it to look nice. I didn't want to be in the details. Um, and so everybody's oh that costs so much money, and it can. But the great thing about uh, particularly you, and there are other services out there that work just like ARL, uh, Family Lawn, is, is that you guys really focus primarily on mowing services and maintenance during the yes. bulk of the season. Absolutely. So ballpark, let's go back to that 3-2, three, three-bedroom, two-bath, okay. third of an acre of a lot in a subdivision. So that, you know your typical – home, and I realize it varies a ton, but give, give our listeners an idea. No offense. No, I'm just <laughs> give, give our listeners an idea of, of, of a range of what this is going to cost. Okay, so f- for a weekly mowing service, I always say there is usually a $35 minimum. That's to have a truck come out with two guys in it, uh, spend the 20 to 30 minutes it takes to mow that lawn, trim that lawn out, edge it out, blow it off real good, that there, there's a, usually about a $35 minimum charge on that. Um, now for the that tr- doesn't sound like a lot to me. Well, and, and I, think, I think what people have to remember is the value of what they're getting within that 30 minutes. Um, you know, we have two guys who I hope are highly trained. But if they work for you, they are. That, well, hopefully, yes. But, uh, you know, great guys who really care about what they're doing. And, and uh, to me, it's critical that they follow the procedures when they show up to mow. There is a set set of procedures that are followed every time a truck pulls up to a lawn. It's not um, pull up to a lawn and get out, kind of look around. No. You know, when, when we show up to a lawn, uh, there's a plan in place on what needs to be done when we get there. Um, now, for treatments, you're probably looking around $55 for, for a six-step program treatment um, application schedule, and that is $55 per application, um, and that is six uh, you know, steps a year that we come out. Um, so, so that's the product and you guys applying it. Yes, that's a product and us applying it, six steps a year. Um, and that, that program we have refined over the last few years, and we have found that it's starting, uh, it, it's working very well in the climate that we are having with, again, the dry summers uh, and the feast or famine rainfall. That sure. is something critical to watch for. Mm-hmm. That seems to be honest, not particularly expensive. As a matter of fact, I think you, you might have just sold a lot of people who are going, going uh, give me that name again, give me, and well, we'll and do and that and here in a minute. the one thing I will say is over the course of my tenure of 20-some-odd years in real estate and, and having some investment property, I've used probably 10 different companies, and your company has been the most responsive, the Thank most you. respectful to the people in the properties and everything else. I don't have to worry about the clippings being all over the cars. So not everyone follows that system and procedure that you're talking about. I do think that there are um, some one-offs, maybe not some of the bigger companies. I would imagine they follow system and process. But, you know, if – and I want to support local business and kiddos down the street. But if you're, you know, paying 20 bucks for your kiddo down the street, which is fantastic, support them. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a different level of service with that. So it really just depends on – what you're looking for, you know, the level of service that you expect. And if you expect a system and process, not just a show yes. up and blow, then 
Yeah. Well, let's remember that, um, you know, John and ARL uh, is a local business just like the kid down the street. And and, and some are national franchises and, and you know, we're not going to discuss the pluses and minuses. That's but right. but I, can, I can tell you that anybody who's going to provide service for you on a regular basis, to be honest, anybody's going to provide service, much like we tell you when you go out and you try to find the right realtor to represent you, you need to find somebody who cares about you. And in this particular case, cares about your lawn, how it mm-hmm. looks and how, how it's, you know, how healthy it is. That's yeah. Right. And you just want to make sure that your goals align with that person. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Excellent. I, yep. Well, I, I can tell you that, um, um, I haven't, you know, I've, uh, it's been two and a half years since I've had to deal with a lawn. That's how long ago I moved into this, but, uh, the prices I were paying were actually higher than that. And, um, I wish I had known you back then. We'll just put it to you that way. <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, although I, I should say that the guy mowing my yard, he, he did a pretty good job. He just didn't go the extra mile that often. Sure. So, um, all right, so we're getting near the end of the podcast. So we have um, a uh, a question that we ask uh, everybody, um, and as it pertains to their particular industry. So the the base question is, what's the craziest thing you've seen in real estate? But for you, it's like, what's the craziest thing you've seen in lawn care? And I know you do some commercial as well, so let's keep it to residential. Okay. All right. So well, I would say the craziest thing that I have seen is in uh, 2013, we had a residential homeowner who we did the six-step treatment program with. Um, when it came time to the late fall liquid herbicide treatment for weeds, uh, she decided to go ahead and cancel service, which was totally fine. Um, she was, you know, on a budget, totally understood. Sure. Well, about a month later, I was back in the neighborhood, and I drove past her house, and she had used Roundup Ground Clear. <laughs> oh, shoot. On 70 to 80% of her entire property. <laughs> I mean, just torched it. Okay, so just everybody needs to know it. what that means. What does Roundup Ground, ground okay. Clear do? So Roundup Ground Clear is going to take out any kind of vegetation that it touches. That one just weeds, friends. Yes, that, that, I mean, this it, is not preen. Yes, it, it, it takes out everything in its path. It's, it's, it, it's <laughs> shoot. Oh, and, and I felt so bad. So I got out and I knocked and I talked to her for a little bit. And, and uh, it ended up taking us about three years to bring that property back. Um, and, and the oh. biggest thing I can stress here is always remember to read the labels, read, read, read the labels. If you buy a product yourself from a hardware store, double she check what you're She just saw weed kill, didn't she? Oh, she did. And she took out the whole property. <laughs> oh, man. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. And good for you for getting out and helping her. Though. Yeah, that was absolutely. really nice oh, of you. that's what we're about. You know, yeah. that's what we're about. Yeah. So, um... Give us uh, just a brief uh, a little bit, plug your company a little bit, and then tell people how they can get a hold of you. Okay, sure. Yeah, so you can uh, find us at www.arlfamilylawn.com. Uh, you can get a hold of us at 816-835-1779. Uh, call our text. I know texting is very important nowadays, so don't hesitate uh, to send a text in. Uh, this is our 26th year in operation. Um, we are proud that... Uh, there is always a member of our family at a job site taking care of yours. Um, and that, that, that is something mm-hmm. we are very proud of. Um, as we continue to grow and evolve, uh, looking towards the future, we're always looking to take on more residential clients. Um, and, uh, well, yeah, we hope that uh, you give us a call. 
Excellent. Nice. Thank you so much. There you have it, folks. John Kiefer from ARL Family Lawn and Landscape. Thank you so much for being on the program. Another great informative program for our listeners. Until next time. You have been listening to Get Real KC with Eric Jurgensen and Jen Justice. For more information or to contact our hosts, visit us at dreamhomesbygen.com where you can find more episodes exploring real estate as it matters to you.